1: Give the gift of choice this season with multi-store cards at giftcards.com. With multi-store cards, treat them to dinner, movies, or shopping on one convenient card. Featuring all your favorites like Macy's, Alta, and Lululemon, it's a great gift card everyone will love. For last-minute gifting, choose the Happy Holidays or Holiday Favorites e-gift, delivered straight to their inbox. Purchase multi-store cards today at www.giftcards.com slash multi-store.
0: Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, we got the latest. We got the latest race, crime, hate crime, hoax, and uh, our guy Turtle Boy broke the story. You're not going to believe it. It's one of the dumbest ones yet. Nobody really believes it, but as Turtle Boy points out, they are outside uh, Subway with their signs and their slogans and uh, playing along, but uh, Turtle Boy took them all down. We'll give you all the details on that, plus... We asked yesterday who was, uh, was going to come out and defend Nick Cannon. Well, some people did, including Dwayne Wade, that dope, and Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God has uh, Nick Cannon's back. We'll play you that incredible sound. And did the WEEI Morning Show really, really finish number one in the ratings? Of course not. They just made it up. We'll give you our take on that. And... What did Donald Trump do to drive CNN insane this time? We'll get into all that with Turtle Boy. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast brought to you, as usual, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balances, and no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, and zero reasons not to switch. To even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking, insured by NCUA membership required. Okay, going in, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan podcast. Well, here we are. Let me start off by saying we are live. You are looking live at Turtle Boy Cullinan and Callahan. This is the Callahan podcast, the best freaking podcast out there. Much better than anything you'll find on the radio. Uh, EEI sucks. Chris Curtis, my old friend, sucks. Um, 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 we're the best. I'm the best. Deal with it. How's that I, Turtle Boy? How well, I am
1: love, I doing do so it. far? It's great. Much better. Much better than Monday. Oh,
0: God, I feel better. I mean, you know, you guys accusing me of not being arrogant enough, of being too uh, meek. Uh, maybe you have a point. Maybe you have to start being a little more arrogant. More than Yesterday, I, no offense to you, Turtle Boy, but yesterday could have been our best podcast yet. Got a lot of good feedback, but there was a lot of good material. It wasn't necessarily Shadix's performance. It was mostly me and some of the stuff Cullinade played, but we had lots of good material, some of which... We got again today. We got Nick Cannon again today, because the reaction to Nick Cannon is even more amazing than the insane statement, the 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 stuff he was saying. The people supporting him, the celebrities supporting him, is just mind blowing. But we'll get to that. We'll get to uh, speaking of blowing the mind. We'll get to the fact that Chris Cuomo, Anderson Cooper, and Don Lemon all lost their minds because Trump is endorsing beans, beans, which is a wonderful move by him. Just drive these people nuts mm. by holding up a can of beans. Uh, and uh, and I want to get to the um, to the teachers unions, the teachers unions who are refusing to work, some of which are trying to make a deal. They'll come back to work if they get something. These people that only care about the children. But first, I have a question. I have to start with a question for you, turtle boy because you had an amazing blog, I think, last night you posted it. And my question for you is, um, why would he lie? Why? Why would he lie? Why don't you believe people? Why can't you believe black people? What is wrong with you? Why are you racist? You just can't believe black people. You don't believe uh, Adam Jones. You don't believe Tory Hunter. And now you don't believe Kevin Wheeler. A, well, let's a be clear. I 300 don't... Pound, a 300-pound Strong. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you credit because if this guy decides to come after you, I'd be a little nervous. I Kevin Wheeler that. is a 290-pound muscular black man who went into yeah. Subway, yeah. went into Subway, wanted to order a sub in Menden, Massachusetts, and the clerk said, "We don't serve your kind here." Why can't you just? Why do you? I'll, I'll quote Danielle from W.E.I. Why do you need evidence? Why do you need facts? Why can't you just accept what he says? Well, Jerry, first of all, it's not just black people. I,
1: I disbelieve white people frequently, too. I believe I did a blog earlier in the week about a firefighter from Framingham who told a tall tale about being kicked out of a stop and shop for wearing an American flag mask. So I just dis- I disbelieve. you should disbelieve everything you see on the Internet. That sounds too cartoonish and lacks credible evidence to back it up. That should be a general rule of thumb. I don't know why it's become this thing to just pile on businesses, destroy livelihoods, because, I don't know, it feels good to be part of a virtuous mob. The right is
0: capable of it, too. Let me just say that. Can we like, you stop? A, can we get to the subway? Can okay, get, okay. Uh, let's talk about I just wanted to have that disclaimer. God, uh, you sound on. pathetic. So it's, you, do you have black friends? Are you going to tell me <laughs> that now? You have good black friends? I mean, it is... More often, a racial hoax. It happens all the time. Just a a couple of days ago, a student at Texas A&M put put little notes on his windshield, and they said one of them said, uh, all lives matter. One of them said, you don't belong here. And then one had, of course, the N-word. The cops investigated for about three minutes and said, he did it himself. He did it himself. Everybody knew, uh, I should say knew, everyone thought he likely did it himself. It turns out he did it himself. Generally, you know, when you see whatever, a noose, it's not a race. It's it's either a hoax or a a misunderstanding in the case of Bubba Wallace. But in this case, you the best part of your story, the best part of your blog is that people, some people at least pretended to believe him, even though the story is absolutely 100 percent unbelievable, not believable.
1: So this from, like, basically the guy claims that he went to a, a subway in Menden, this small little town next to Milford. He goes in there, asks for a sandwich, and they say, we don't serve your kind. That's <laughs> cartoonish. That is cartoonish. That is not <laughs> yeah. even remotely believable. So when you see a story like that, you should immediately question this, especially when you look this guy up and you see, oh, oh, crap. He led a black lives matter rally a few weeks ago in the same, in the neighboring town of Milford. Uh, maybe that's, maybe it's just this thing. What a coincidence that this happened to this guy. Do you have any evidence that's happened? Because if this did indeed happen, well, you have to assume it's not the first time. This seems to be the policy there that they don't serve black people. I have a hard time believing this is the first time a black person has gone in there and not, been served if this is in fact their policy so it's not even remotely believable you and you, when you see them all these people just sharing it hundreds of times white people always white people sharing the, these things and, and putting it out there because why because they want to feel good about themselves jerry they feel right. like they're part of the fight they're part of the struggle they're going to go down in history as one of the good guys
0: well as we said and others have said it too when the bubble walls thing happened is this country Race relations in this country must be pretty good because uh, they don't have enough real racial incidents to protest. Uh, we need fake ones. We need hoaxes. And in this case, I don't know that. I mean, I don't know if we could pop up that picture, Dave, of the people outside the subway. Either they're really stupid or they just want to pretend or that, that they care, that they are uh, empathetic and, and we're not because they're outside the subway with signs, you know, Black Lives Matter and all this. And they could not have really believed him. I mean, you'd spend 10 seconds thinking about it. A 300 pound, uh, very imposing man orders a sandwich and a guy, a little clerk at subway. There's the, there's the uh, virtuous white folks. Uh, what does that sign right in front say? Uh, out there protesting. Because a guy made up a lie about Subway, tried to ruin the lives of a clerk and an owner of Subway, and of course Turtle Boy doesn't believe it for ten seconds. I don't. Most people don't. These idiots. I don't know if they do or not. But but it's simply uh, on its face absurd that someone would have said, "We don't serve your kind." I mean, how old is the Subway worker? Like twenty? I mean, and one of them is biracial. One's like uh, Hispanic. And they're going to say we don't serve your kind. To, to I think a guy, they believe it, Jerry. Kind that looks like Davian clowny. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to believe that. I think. They, I think they believe it because th- these people live in
1: this town, like in these towns where nobody's black, and they, they 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 don't understand. They're not used to mixing with people, Jerry, that don't look like them. So the first okay. time they do, their instinct is automatically. Well, I don't know anything about you. So I have to believe everything you say because your experience I've just read about. I don't know anything about you. I don't I don't understand the concept that, oh, crap, black people can lie just like white people, too. And white people have lied all the time. So why can't this guy
0: lie? But here's the thing. Even if that clerk, uh, that that person that making the subs hated black people, even if she or he was a, a you know racist like Nick Cannon level racist, even if it was a hate, they're not going to tell this guy well, I'm not going to serve you. I mean, honestly, and you yeah. point out that he's a Black Lives Matter activist. You suspect he's uh, behind another hoax, uh, yes, hate crime. Sure. But in this case, he got caught. Obviously, there are cameras, there are witnesses. Obviously, there's common sense. And the owner, um, um, I guess, went on, we'd, we'd go on uh, went Facebook.
1: Went on, on a Facebook group in Menden and and posted the real story. He gave this guy a deadline, apparently, about when to you know, correct this and put the truth out there. And the guy put out a, a, a video that lasted like two minutes in which he read off a script, admitted that it was a quote unquote misunderstanding or miscommunication. And then he took the video down. So this guy decided to go on Facebook and post the entire truth, as did a couple employees who commented.
2: Oh, so but, you got the, you got this uh, statement video. You ripped it and yeah, ripped he, it. video. Okay. So let's let's play this. I wanna hear
3: I want to make a quick announcement for everybody on here. Um just a simple uh, conclusion and ending to all this. I want to make a public to anyone that may have seen or heard about the incident that I had vented about in Subway uh, in Minden last Friday on Facebook Live. I want to make it clear that I had vented or what I had vented about was directed towards the employee and not the subway. I have been in constant communication with the franchise owner and he has assured me that this type of behavior is not accepted by him or his leadership at this location. He is not racist and believes in equal opportunity shown to shown in the diverse staff that he has employed. He has reviewed the camera footage showing my visit to his location. He and I believe there may have been a miscommunication between the employee and myself. I am willing to accept that and move on with the hopes that no one ever leaves a store feeling the way I did that day. A, this is what remorse sounds like. This is- <laughs> yeah.
0: And the owner, but the owner didn't back him up at all. The owner yeah. knows the guy's lying and it's amazing. It is amazing. I mean, that should be a crime. That should be a crime. It he was trying to ruin the life, ruin the life of a, of a clerk, a worker, there, minimum wage worker making sandwiches and the hardworking, entrepreneur that owns the place he was trying to ruin their lives by lying about something in this very you know incendiary time Uh, why can't they they should arrest him today they should arrest him i mean he wasted police resources just like they arrested jesse smollett uh, another another subway hoaxer
1: it's funny though Remember the, the the chick in New York City who called the cops on that guy, the bird watcher, uh, a month or so ago. Her her life was destroyed because she called the police and told a tall tale. I mean, at least exaggerated what happened. It was a little bit over dramatic about it. Uh, and this guy literally made things up from
0: scratch. The, and, the, and the woman the woman in uh, Central Park is still facing charges, even I mean, though the guy, they're both named work. Cooper, the guy does not want to press charges. He I mean, said he's not going to cooperate.
1: Yeah. And, and this guy, literally, in the Texas A&M guy, he's still enrolled in school there. He's not even getting any for
0: that. He's denying it was him saying and everyone knows it was him. And it looks so silly. Go go look at the thing and right on the windshield that says, All Lives Matter. Yeah, and, you, you know, know. Uh, you don't belong here.
1: <laughs> you don't yeah, that, belong. Was, that was his way of delegitimizing the phrase, All Lives Matter. That's all that was, clearly. That's why he threw that one in there, because he wanted to make it seem, this is what All Lives Matter really means.
0: Check it out. You know? Should, so do you think there's zero chance this guy, Kevin Wheeler, the 290-pound race racial hoaxer faces any cr- charges, correct? I don't know about that, Jerry. The Mendon police, I've i have
1: been told by reliable sources, are taking this seriously. Oh, they're like having the time wasted, especially with the church incident, because they've spent spent—they've wasted a lot of time investigating that one. So with the church incident, there's a banner there uh, that says Black Lives Matter, except it's like 20 feet in the air. It would require a ladder, somebody going up there and literally just cutting it in half and, and leaving. Now, why, why would somebody do that in men and the guy spoke it there was a rally afterwards to support the church and the guy was the speaker and he's like talking to all. thank you you know thank you guys for being here this really hurt so this is everything that's wrong with society is that a 290 pound muscular bound man got it got his feelings hurt jerry i mean this is This is what people are trying to obtain is victimhood that's like currency like dude you're a big strong man take some pride in yourself well, as you
0: point out he got his sub and he got cookies yeah. this stuff is on video he got his sub and he got cookies and he said he took it out to his car and cried
1: think how deranged that is to actually like, go. I mean, did, when do you decide to pull that fake cake crime? I mean, is that premeditated? Do you go in there thinking, okay, I'm going to get the food first. Then I'm going to do the Facebook live. Or you just get out and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to roll with it right now. Yeah,
0: slow day. I want to, I want a little attention. He he had the microphone at that black lives matter, rata, matter rally that you referred to. He was speaking. The attention was on him. He was enjoying it. He doesn't want his, you know, 15 minutes to end. So he claims, and I guess when you have useful idiots like these morons outside the subway, you feel like this is easy. They'll fall for anything. I'll tell him, again, a 290-pound absolute rock of a guy um, goes out to his car and cries with his cookies. I mean, and and people say, isn't that awful? That's That's just sad. Poor guy. Like fragility, though. That's, that's um and, and and I go through this every time um you know what happened with the uh, when Tory Hunter made up those that fairy tale uh and on on uh, on my old radio station and they said what wh- and why do we need evidence Tori we all believe you when nobody actually believes him and the Red Sox put out a statement throwing their own fans under the bus saying you know we don't necessarily believe Tory, but there's a bunch of racists in Fenway Park and in this case if this guy said, He was uh, at Fenway and he went to go up and get a hot dog. And the guy said, "Uh, We don't serve your kind here. The Red Sox would put out a statement in support of him, in support of Kevin Wheeler. That's the problem is people like Sam Kennedy, the Boston Red Sox, and people like all the management at Mile Radio Station. They will say, Oh, I believe him. I believe him. Why?
1: You know why? Because people like Jared Carabas will then go and write blogs telling you to give them a standing ovation the next Correct. time. Really what happened on Barstool is they, they, they urged people to give Adam Jones a, a standing ovation as did Dan Roach and all these other people who knows if they actually believe that, you know, meanwhile, yesterday or the other day, a mob of people went down to that subway and protested it. Every single person in that image should be named shamed and have their lives ruined because they tried to ruin the lives of an innocent guy who, who wants to own a freaking subway and his right. minimum wage employees who couldn't go to work. Cause you idiots are down there. Cre- intimidating them i mean screw you why don't you do but that at least,
2: at least in the in the tour like a tory hunter example he's talking to somebody else and bullshitting on the fly where that somebody else can call him on his bullshit in this right. situation kevin wheeler can take a fucking uh, iphone do a selfie video and ruin a business right? just like it's a cry for fucking attention like nothing else
0: I I think it's I think it's incumbent upon you, Turtle Boy, to get some of the names of those people we just that Dave just showed you with their signs and their masks saying I don't know what all lives oh no not all Black Lives Matter and all that (laughs) they want to put a I mean a guy let's be honest a businessman small businessman has it tough enough in Massachusetts where Charlie Baker is determined to put them all out of business that's his his goal to put every small business out of business to make it difficult on them the poor workers. I mean, give them credit. They could sit on their asses and collect their 600 a week till the end of July. They're in there working. And this phony, this liar is saying, you know what? Today, I want a little attention along with my along with my cookies and my my steak and cheese sub. So I'm going to make up a lie about this poor whatever 19 year old kid with the with the gloves and the mask who's making my sandwich. It's disgusting. People don't take it seriously enough. The Menden police, I encourage you, please charge this man. Texas A and M, charge that kid, that student, that twenty-year-old student. Charge him. Their goal was to ruin someone's life. That's a serious. You know, mm-hmm. that's a serious act, in my opinion. You're trying to destroy a business. It's it's like you know throwing a brick through the window. I want to ruin that guy's business. That's their goal. They failed. Also- they failed. This is failed. Also- they tried. You know, the district attorney is in Menden
1: is uh, Joe Early, the, oh, you good. know one of the worst guys in the entire the most corrupt politicians. You know what he was doing yesterday, Jerry, Joe Early? It was down in Worcester painting Black Lives Matter on a <laughs> street that's by the way, they shut down the street. The major hospital in Worcester is literally across the street from there, right across the street from the DCU center. And they're blocking a thoroughway to a hospital so that they can paint Black Lives Matter On the streets of Worcester. I mean, can I go down there? Can can I paint a sign that says, uh, you know what I'm honestly thinking about doing, Jerry. Is I'm honestly thinking about uh, calling up the city of Worcester's legal department and seeing if I can paint on the streets uh, child sex abuse victims matter because child sex abuse is a is is an epidemic in this country. A lot more children are abused annually than black people murdered by police. So why should I not be able to advocate for them? Why can't I have a major city street to that would be a hate crime?
0: Um, There's some organizations like Judicial Watch is suing now to paint their own slogans in D.C. I mean, when you think about it uh, again, every time I see this, I say this is insanity. This is a Marxist organization. This is an organization wants to defund police, open the border and capitalism. And yet politicians and hucksters like Al Sharpton, the day the day a child was murdered in New York City. It's hard to keep the kids straight. Was that the one year old or that the six year old? I can't even Bill keep de Blasio. Bill De Blasio was busy painting the street in front of Trump Tower. And here's your next, uh, your next slew of fake hate crimes. It's going to be defacing Black Lives Matter. This guy, the guy you were just, uh, we were just talking about, Kevin Wheel, has probably already got a plan to, you know, paint over the Black Lives Matter uh, words on the street. And then blame it on a guy with a MAGA hat and you know a uh, and a noose or something. And why shouldn't you be able to? I mean, what?
1: what per- they don't have a permit for this. There was no vote. Of course for this. not. There was. A, why? If I if I want to go down there and write on chalk over it, why can't I?
0: You should be able to. There are people who have done that. They painted over it in um, I forget which city, and they're charging them with a hate crime. And yeah, they didn't was, even paint, they painted it over like one half a letter.
1: You know, it's in it, Vancouver. It, it's, I know it's the United States, but in Vancouver, they're looking for two people who did a burnout. Somebody did a burnout on a Black um, Lives Matter thing.
0: I think that was on a rainbow flag. Oh, rainbow, even worse, even worse. That was on a rainbow flag, and they investigated, and they found out. You know, the guy just hit his brakes too fast and put a little mark on the rainbow flag, and they were going to charge him with a hate crime. That's the next trend. They're going to do this all over the place. People don't seem to care that they're they're Marxists who want to end capitalism. That's that's cool. As long as they you know, as long as they're uh, pointing out the Black Lives Matter. Um, but there are going to be people suing. Maybe someone like you will go and say, I want to paint. How about just keep it simple? It won't take very long. Just paint MAGA. MAGA. Ooh, next I mean, a- the D.C. Oh. One, the D.C. one says Black Lives Matter. And it actually says defund the police. Yes. You know,
1: I mean, how is that not a political statement? We can just write political statements and it gets sanctioned because it's not a political statement. Black Lives Matter, as I've said for like the last couple of months now, is a cult. This is a cult. You don't question cults. They're allowed to do whatever they want, whenever they want in the name of alleged social justice.
0: Uh, You know, there's I I, I get nauseated when I see the violence against the cops every day, you know, the even worse in a way is when they're yelling in the cop's face and flipping them the finger and you I hope you kill your whole family and they know they won't get arrested and they just disrespecting the cops. But yesterday the big story was in New York where these uh, thugs, these rioters had bats. They had someone delivered, I guess it would be some Antifa person or black lives matter person delivered a, a box full of bats to these protesters and they hit some cops. They were, they arrested 37 of them and a bunch of cops ended up all bloodied, including the police chief. He broke his finger and he got whacked in the head and he was, you know, playing it up for the cameras. And I have to say, I felt really bad for him until they showed the video of him a month ago on his knees. The police chief of New York city was on his knees in front of the black lives matter rioters. And I, and I, I'm sorry. My sympathy was, didn't have so much sympathy anymore for the guy because he literally bowed to the mob and they busted him in the head with a bat. So maybe he'll learn. Maybe that's the last time he'll take a knee and beg, you know, beg for whatever, forgiveness for being, you know, a police police chief. Uh, but. Anyway, stop uh, trying to please an unreasonable crowd. That's the bottom line. These people aren't reasonable. They
1: don't want to be your friends. No. I mean, if if, if they require you to kneel in order to please them, then maybe they're not worth pleasing in the first place.
0: Just a thought. it it's, it's very slow for people to wake up. I mean, again, looking at that picture outside the subway and I have, you know, like you do, I have plenty of uh, liberal friends and friends who hate Trump and friends who won't eat Goya beans now because of Trump, but They, I mean, they're not stupid. Some of them are stupid. Some of my best friends are stupid, but in this case, no one's dumb enough to believe Kevin Wheeler. I don't think no one is dumb enough to believe a 19 year old kid is going to tell this man, uh, that we don't serve your kind here. Nobody believes that Dan wrote the globe. Didn't write about it, Jerry. (laughs) That's the globe, the globe, which will not hesitate to steal from turtle boy. Normally, uh, didn't write about this. If there was any truth to it, if it was believable at all, they would have written it and said, you know, you know systemic racism and yeah, but he, like,
2: Kevin, Kevin wheelers He already got the job done like that because nobody's going to cover this. The video of ap- quote unquote, apology. So yeah. how does how does in the franchisee owners words like how does Kevin, quote, make it right? are there's literally nothing he can do. Everybody just probably Yeah, I
0: mean. he'd have to go
2: on Facebook and just trust that everybody who saw the first video now sees the second video. I mean, he already did it. His- well, they, and it's
0: rare that someone comes out and says, "You know, I lied." Like Marcus Smart did it when he went in this crowd in uh, college and he was embarrassed so he said the guy said the N-word and he lied. And but, you know, Adam Jones lied, he'll never admit it. Tory Hunter obviously lied, he'll never admit it. You know why? Cuz no one demands that they, they admit it. You know no, the the Red Sox fawn over him. This guy made a statement where he said it was a miscommunication. Uh, he lied. Everyone knows it, but they won't, you know, they, they won't arrest him. You know, he will not get in any trouble at all. And someone else will do it again tomorrow. There's uh, uh, Matt Walsh from, uh, from Daily Wire, another guy you like and I like. Big he guy. says we should have, there are categories now for uh, fake hate crimes. You know, you have the note on the receipt, which is almost always made up, you know, some racist N word on the receipt or on the cup at Starbucks. Then you have the fake um, noose, which is another one, fake always classic, always classic. Uh, This In this case, you have the guy who uh, was disrespected by a racist store clerk, uh restaurant clerk. I mean, they're different. And then you have the fake note on the windshield. Another, another Ooh, old always favorite. Always a throwback. Always a throwback. <laughs> or you have what you have from Jussie Smollett. You have an over the top drama queen, uh, who goes a little too far? Yeah. And no one, no one can even pretend. You know, Dan Roach doesn't believe Jesse Smollett. I don't think, but who knows? Maybe he does. I still want to know, Turtle Boy. Why would he lie? Why?
1: Why would okay, he lie? Uh, next person who gets, next person who asks you that, just donkey punch them. I mean, they're not a serious, you're just not a person who's been paying attention at all to reality. If you, if you ever have to ask the question. Why do you lie? You're just not in the same universe as everybody else. You're not living a reality. There are a million and one reasons why the primary reason being victimhood now has has like worth to it. So they try to obtain
0: it. That's the number one reason. Well, and I always point out, as you mentioned earlier, Adam Jones got a standing ovation, you know, called uh, encouraged by Barstool when everybody most people knew he was making it up. Tory Hunter will get a standing ovation if he ever comes back. Um, Jesse Smollett had, um, Robin Roberts. Was it Robin Roberts who cried with him and and said, Oh, she didn't cry. She said, that's beautiful. He cried. And she said, Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, he was hoping to raise his profile. He thought he was underpaid on, on empire. So he thought he'd get a raise. Uh, it didn't, didn't work out the way he'd hoped because it was so silly, but there's always a motive. Most of it is, Usually, usually it's just to get attention, to get sympathy, you know, to play the victim because we celebrate victimhood these days.
2: All right. Today's show brought to you by Flagship Wealth. Go to FlagshipWealth.com retirement. Get the Managing Your Money in Retirement guide that gives you everything you need to know about how to plan for retirement. It's broken down into three parts. Define your retirement needs, add up what you have, and decide what to do. All right. So every aspect of your retirement is covered there. Actually, today and tomorrow, are the last days you can get it. Now, can you probably still go to the website and get it? Of course you can. But starting Monday, we're going to give away a new guide, the Mid-Year Outlook. That's always the most popular guide he's ever given away. I remember on radio giving away thousands in one show. That was a great guy. We're going to start doing that uh, on Monday because it's time. I can't believe I went all ad yesterday and didn't mention tax day. That's uh, kind of criminal of me, so I apologize to Dave McDonough. That's the type of client-producer relationship you can have, is you can miss the most important financial day of the year, basically. Uh, So, I apologize about that, but I don't know what I would have said anyway, so I would have relied on him there. But uh, this guide, last day, last two days, last whatever, odds are, you can still get it on the website, to be honest with you, but... We're going to give away something new. So go to managing, go get managing your money in retirement. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Dave McDonough, best in the business. I've known him 10 years. He is the advisor of the Cullinan family. Not just Dave Cullinan, not just my wife, but also my parents. And that's uh, that's saying something. That's not easy money to get. Jack Cullinan, he's a tough cookie there. So uh, I just said tough cookie. That's an embarrassment. All right. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Go get that guide, Managing Your Money in Retirement. Great guide, last two days. All right, member of INRA, SIPC.
0: And sometimes it's easier than others to play the victim. I will tell you one, as we transition, because you weren't here yesterday when we really went into this. I watched Tom with the stupid hat. I watched, (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Buck, you mean Uncle Buck? Um, Never again. uh, if If you didn't see Tom Shattuck, who's... Who has the head the size of a you know a an award-winning pumpkin? You know those pumpkins that win like <laughs> awards. That's the size of Chadwick's head, and he put a little a little derby on top. Yeah. and it looked and it was hilarious. That hat, that hat was a hate crime. That was. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to
2: not be be a hat like a normal hat guy like you guys are wearing if he doesn't think he looks good in a normal hat there's not a lot of choices that he can choose he right. kind of, I mean, yeah.
0: it's tough when you when your head is like size 17. Go you know, with three, did, max boot what the hell is that did, did Andre the giant ever wear a hat you yeah. know yeah, did, uh, never again anyway Vince sorry yeah. Fork, did Vince, Vince wilfork wear hats I don't know anyway the, the Nick cannon thing exploded and it was incredible. The, just playing that video, that audio, listening to Nick Cannon talk about white people. If you missed it, he says white people are soulless savages who lack compassion, who are evil. You know, who murder, rape, uh, kill uh, to uh, rob. You know, it, it was the most vile, racist um, stuff I, I think I've ever heard. I mean, publicly on camera. I don't remember. I mean, I mentioned Jimmy the Greek, Al Campanis, but those were just quick statements, insane statements. Al Campanis said, "You know, black people lack the uh, essentials to be GMs." You never saw him again. As soon as he said it, his life was over. Jimmy the Greek, same thing. He talked about uh, breeding slaves to get them stronger and all that. He was drunk. He he disappeared. Nobody supported Al Campanis. Nobody supported Jimmy the Greek. This is that times you know, 10, it's because he goes on longer and he hits all these notes. We're just talking about how they're savages. They lack the melatonin or whatever from the sun. And, and, and they're, they're, they're close to animals. He says, white people are close. We can play it again, but I think most people have heard it. Let's play whatever, some of it again. And then I'll get turtle boys reaction and Dwayne Wade's reaction and diddy's reaction and charlemagne's reaction because he has some support here he and,
2: and breaking will get fox's reaction to nick cannon in some in some respect but here's what he said so then they're
1: acting out of fear they're acting out of low self-esteem they're acting out of a, a deficiency mm-hmm. so therefore the only way that they can act is evil the only way they can, they, they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight kill or flight okay. in, or, in order to survive. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we had, and when I say we, I speak of the mm-hmm. melanated people. Right. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric. They had, because they're in these Nordic mountains, they're in these rough uh torrential environment mm. so they, they're acting as animals right so they're the ones that are actually closer to animals they're the ones that are actually
3: the true savages they
0: didn't <laughs> it's so bizarre white I mean, people don't
1: have once you start like doing the whole because you're this race this everybody in this race once you start talk, talk about like the roots of your race and all uh, the qualities of an entire race of people you've gone full racist that's not saying the n-word alone does not make you a racist once you start saying things about like all black people are inherently unable to do you know management jobs because they're not their brain is smaller that's what racism is right there that's like attributing i mean
0: what what do you call it when he says they have low self-esteem they're acting out of a deficiency which is the melaton that makes your skin darker which is so bizarre and he says therefore the only way they can act is evil they have to rob steal rape kill to survive they had to be savages they had to be barbaric um, they're acting as animals they're the ones that are closer to animals they're the ones who are true savages that is nick cannon famous uh, whatever rapper comedian podcast host uh reality show host that is what he said and we wondered yesterday when we discussed this viacom cbs dumped him right away of course we wondered what would be the fallout. How would you support that? How would you defend it? We got our answers. It was remarkable to me. First of all, Viacom CBS, for some reason, did not want to focus on the uh, f- uh, the white racism. I mean, the racism. I mean, just the race. He calls white people savages, barbaric. Was so he talking, talking about like, white people? Uh, or black people. Wasn't he talking about black people
1: there, Jerry? He was talking about white people. I thought he was saying that white people turned black people into savages. I thought that's what he was saying. No, he
0: did not. He did not. I mean, I can go over it again. Okay. He said, if you lack melaton, Oh, if you lack, first of all, you know, what's the beginning of the offense here. This is echoing parroting Farrakhan. Farrakhan. That's what he's doing. You hear something that's bizarre and it's about the you know development of the, you know, the human race or uh, white race, black race. And it's this bizarre talking about the power of the sun and the soul. That is Farrakhan. That's this guy is a disciple of Farrakhan. And that alone should offend people. That alone should be grounds for firing. But he talks about people who lack a pigment, lack melanin. And says that then he goes on to the, what we talked about. They lack compassion. Melaton gives you Compassion. Melitin gives you soul. They have no soul. He says white people are a little less. That's what he said about white people. I realize it was kind of uh, incoherent at times because he's not that bright, but he said they had to be savages. He said they're closer to animals. He's talking about white people here. And they fire him and they claim it's for anti-Semitism. For some reason, Viacom and CBS didn't want to touch the real offensive part. He goes into the, and and we didn't even play it yesterday. We didn't even mention it because it's more just crazy Farrakhan stuff about the Rothschilds and the Jews controlling the banks. Now, once you start talking he about that, that too, yeah. and according to Viacom, maybe it was somebody there found that to be the most offensive part, but they fired him for anti-Semitism. If you look at their statement, they don't mention the anti-white. Racist stuff, the vile stuff that we just played, that we just read. They leave that out. Viacom fired him for anti-Semitism, and of course he can't accept it uh, and just say go away. Like I mentioned, Jimmy the Greek, or or uh, or uh, Al Panas or other, I mean, hell, like you name it. Like uh, Michael Richards. Michael Richards said some real vile racist stuff, yeah, and he just went away. You know, he just disappeared. Of course, Nick Cannon digs in his heels and doesn't apologize and blames, or he sort of apologized, but then he kind of turned, uh, changed his tone completely, and he blames um, Viacom for stealing his show. He says um, uh, he blames them for treating a, a young, uh, what's he called? Um, I'll get you the statement. I don't think there's any sound for this, Dave. I think no. it's just. No, just tweet. um, tweets and all that. Yeah. Basically, he put out a statement because they took the the uh, the brand or whatever the the name of his. What is Wild and Out? That's a program.
2: It's like a rat. Like think of uh, think of nine. What is it? Ninety-eight mile. What the what the hell was the Eminem uh, movie? (laughs) Eight mile. Eight mile. It's like eight mile on TV. They just rap battle each other. So he, and that was what I was actually giving him credit for. He self-funded that show and it blew up and it tours and it makes a shitload of money and Viacom basically owns it from him now, right? So he sold it and MTV owns that show. So he's saying, you know, Viacom's on the wrong side of history. Viacom, I, I miss you...
0: Yeah. Misused an important moment for us to grow closer and learn more. Instead, the moment was stolen and hijacked to make an example of an outspoken black man. I will not be bullied, silenced, or continuously oppressed by an organization, group, or corporation. I'm disappointed that Viacom does not understand or respect the power of the black community. You know what? This could be more offensive than the shit he said on his podcast. He said, Based on trust and empty promises, my ownership was swindled away from me. For Viacom to be so deceptive is no surprise. They've been mistreating and robbing our community for years, underpaying talent on their biggest brands like Love & Hip Hop and all BET programming, and, of course, Wild & Out. He accused, he says, Um, I realized they don't want a conversation or growth. Everyone always wants a conversation. They just want check this out. They just want to put a young Negro in his place. I said this yesterday.
2: This guy knows every single player there. He's been with Viacom since he was 16 years old. They gave him tons of opportunities. They gave him a board seat, basically. Like he was, he was part of management at Viacom. So for him to go on the attack like that is just absolutely insane. And
0: of course, he says this is yesterday after what he did. Instead of just hanging his head in shame and saying, "I'm sorry," it's insane. I, I listen to Farrakhan. He writes, "Systematic racism is what this world was built on, and was, and was the subject in which I was attempting to highlight in the recent clips." From my podcast, if I have furthered hate speech, I apologize. No, you think? No, I know. Um, it's it so he blames Biocom for, for, for firing him. It's all Biocom. I mean, there's
1: a, like, I'm reading some. I, I, I can't help but read some of the comments. Somebody says, I didn't see this outrage over Tucker's writer. Uh, then what planet were you living on? Because <laughs> that was like the biggest story over the what was uh, over the weekend was Tucker's writer and what happened to Tucker's writer? Immediately
0: fired immediately him. and you'll immediately. never see him hear from him again. There's this no, guy obviously got fired. Yeah. And uh, and by the way, try to find somebody who supports Tucker's writer Blake Nobody. Neff. Yeah. Well, Nobody. I was wondering who would support, who would support um, uh, uh, Nick Cannon, I and I found Tucker, well, Tucker did,
2: Though, didn't you think Tucker's response? He was kind of gentle on him. Like, the guy's a, the guy's a fucking asshole. Him. call, call him, call him what he is. I mean, he's no,
1: like, no, you know, why call it, you know, why Tucker doesn't say those magic words because that's what the mob demands of you. You know, correct. Tucker came out and said, like, this is not going to, like, we're, we're done with this guy. I, I forget the words he used, but basically, he, he had, it made it clear that this guy did something wrong. He's not, he can't be on the show anymore. Period.
2: Yep. But then he, he, he immediately went to, you know, don't ruin this man's life. Like, this, this dude did it to himself. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to, but I get what your I get what your point is
1: because I mean, he did something wrong, um, obviously. And he can't, he lost his job for it, you know? And it's like Google's going to not going to be his friend for life. His life yep. is
0: basically already
1: ruined. So what else do you need to do to him?
0: Uh, so Dwayne Wade jumps to the defense of, uh, Dwayne Wade. Um, it was amazing. Because Dwayne Wade has this great reputation. He is a transgender no. child and he's no. supposed to be very smart and have a lot of common sense and everything no. else. He immediately says, he immediately says, he defends um, Nick Cannon and says, we're behind you. You know, you keep, keep leading. We are with you. This is from Dwayne Wade with like 9 million followers. Keep leading. What? Dwayne Wade is another Kaepernick
1: who all of a sudden got a nice piece of tail and all of a sudden who who's like extremely woke Gabrielle Union is the most outspoken liberal nut job in, in Hollywood. He marries. Dwayne Wade never had opinions about politics 10 minutes ago. All of a sudden he marries this chick and all of a sudden he's calling Kaepernick and his, his son's his daughter or whatever the hell is going on there with that. It was like 10 years old and they're using this kid. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. I
0: hate Dwayne Wade. Bronze. Yeah, me too. Me too. He says, keep leading. So, so Nick can is leading the guy who says, White people are evil, barbarians, savages who lack compassion. Those people who say, who a guy who is, as Cullenay points out, who's had a job since he was 16, who has made a fortune, who is obviously not very bright. I'm not sure how good a rapper he was, but he's not. If, he, if, if that's the guy we just heard from, he's made a fortune from Viacom and CBS and many oh, other places. He's, he's talking about systematic racism uh, and oppression. I mean, that's a leader that's a guy you want to follow Dwayne Wade. Uh, it gets worse. it gets worse. Dwayne Wade, of course deletes the tweet and comes out and writes some clarification. he um, uh, he says I was too quick to respond without being fully informed about his hurtful anti-semitic remarks. It's amazing. people don't even Over Gabby Gabby they don't even acknowledge don't just about. the flat out racist remarks. they keep yeah. mentioning anti-semitic and he says I have zero tolerance for hate speech. Oh sure you do. You just said you, you you you're with one of the biggest haters we've ever seen. Anyway, that's Twain Wade. Then we get to uh, Diddy, Diddy, who says uh, he supports Nick Cannon and then offers him a job. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody offering? Again, Jimmy the Greek, Al Campanis. It, I mean, it's so rare to hear someone who has this, uh, who has thoughts or, or opinions this vile. That you can't—you have to go back years to find someone like uh, someone with influence, like Jimmy the Greek, or, you know, or Al Capanis. Can you imagine the next day, some white person saying, "Oh, they fired you there at uh, the Dodgers. Fired you. We'll give you a job. We're with you." Or calling him a leader? I mean, it would never, ever happen. But the best—you know, Charlemagne the God. Everyone always says he's a great interviewer. Really. Sp-
2: what you doing?
1: Trying on glasses with Zenny's three D virtual try on. Wait. Are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenny.com, Quality prescription glasses starting at six I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories.
2: I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed.
1: New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Smart guy has a lot of influence. He's the one when who Joe Biden told that if you're black and you don't support Biden, then you're not really black. black. God was upset at that, and he uh, he criticized Biden, and he's kind of held up as a as a real influencer. In the black community. Well, Charlemagne the God says, uh, Nick Cannon has a point, the Jews, it's the Jews who control everything. And he just wishes, you know, black people had the same influence as the Jews.
3: Can when we play Charlemagne? Listen, Nick is my guy. I hate it had to be him, but that's what you can do when you have the power. And if it's one thing Jewish people have showed us, is they have the power. I can't wait until the day black people are able to fire people for saying things about us that we deem racist. We can barely get cops fired for actually killing us.
0: Okay, can we just point out that that could be dumber than anything Nick Cannon said? The power to get black, to get white people fired. has Charlemagne the God been on leave of absence? Has he not been following the news? White people. There was a white guy, a um, curator at a art museum in San Francisco two days ago who got fired because he was gonna. He said he would still accept art, uh, display art from white people. They fired him.
1: The Sacramento Kings play-by-play guy got fired saying "All Lives
0: Matter." <laughs> a guy lost his job for saying all lives matter. A guy at Boeing, an executive at Boeing, who was probably making a lot of money and had a great job, got fired for something he wrote 32 years ago. This is not these are not people saying, you know, the other race, black, whatever, Asian are savages, you know, who are uh, close to animals. No, these are people who said all lives matter or who said woman shouldn't be in combat. Those are the kind of people who are getting fired, Charlemagne. Is that his real name, Charlemagne the God? I don't ad- something about that seems off. I'm not quite sure if that's his Christian name. But but he just wishes black people had the same power as Jewish people. So Viacom or CBS, is this is run by Jewish people who fired him for anti-Semitism? It has become How so much as offensive as anything Cannon
1: said. It has become so fashionable to blame everything on the Jews again. It gets crazy <laughs> that this is just okay. And it's all and like you said, it's all coming from Farrakhan. Suddenly, this the all these people in their 20s look up to this 85 year old lunatic who's been discredited for like 30 years now since I was a kid. <laughs> Remember, Louis Farrakhan was considered a radical and he's just getting more radical and crazy in his age. And they still listen to him. It's like, who, why are you that's, listening that's, to him?
0: It's like, Amazing that a guy like Nick Cannon can just throw it out there. and says, Oh, as Minister Farrakhan said, and you're like, what? That's like saying, as David Duke said, you know, or as, or as Hitler said, I mean, he's, you're right, been discredited for decades. He said Hitler was a great man. He compares uh, Jewish people to, to termites and cockroaches. He's a vile racist anti-Semite and a guy like Nick Cannon can smile and say, you know, as as Minister Farrakhan said, white people are devils. And you, know you're why, like, oh. you know why they do this though, Jerry? Is because they often
1: the Jewish community, if you polled them in this country, I would say, would you agree that most are liberal, more than fifty percent of sure they vote in numbers almost as great as black people right. for for the Democrats. Right. And so when Ilan Omar says, you know, incredibly anti-Semitic things, they often come out in support of her. So they don't have their, their inability to feign the same amount of outrage about it that African-American people would do if the roles were reversed. In that is why they're able to get away with this. You're only able to get away with how
0: much outrage you're able to generate. It is, it is remarkable. It is almost part of the movement to, to the anti semitism. bill de Blasio. It was no, it was no coincidence or accidents accident that he was padlocking, Playgrounds in Jewish communities and threatening synagogues with mass arrests while endorsing Jews. He made a tweet: "I'm going to start rounding you people up." Yeah, right. I mean, that's he. That's the way he and his kind, these radical lefties, think. They blame the Jews and they. I mean, Jews. That's insane. I have this. I mean, I've had this argument with Reamer. I mean, he supports Bernie Sanders, who walks arm in arm with Elon Omar, who is a Or or Rashida Tlaib. I mean, these are overt anti Semites. And they're somehow okay with it. And Biden is going to be campaigning if he ever leaves his basement with these vile people, Elon Omar and uh, Rashida Tlaib and others. And he's going to say, you know, oh no, we're not anti Semitic. When you just look at the record, look at the statements, they are anti Semitic. And Jewish people will vote in great numbers for him. I don't understand it. I never have. I don't know I mean, what makes you
1: think that Joe Biden's going to have to campaign at all as if there's going to be a campaign at all. The plan clear, like there's no buzz that there's an election coming up in three and a half months. There's no buzz to that whatsoever. The plan is to have no campaign. There will be no Democratic National Convention. That will not happen. The RNC, they're already talking about moving it outside. The less campaign. This, does it feel like a campaign right now, Jerry?
0: No, but I'm, you know, you're hoping September October things will change, but probably not. I mean, okay, we'll get to the uh get to the campaign because you know what? Part of the campaign is this uh movement to keep schools shut. That's all there that it is. It's part of the campaign and I know it you're passionate about it, but there were a couple of a couple of developments this week with the teachers and teachers unions and by the way with Goya, Goya, that's another part of the campaign. That's a, Trump's, you know, outreach to the Hispanic community. The last election, his outreach was eating a big taco bowl, remember, okay. <laughs> with a big smile and thumbs up and saying, Trump Tower has the best taco bowls. Now it's going to be Goya. He loves Goya. Um, but we'll get into that after I tell you about Shea Concrete. Shea Concrete, as you know, is a great company. It's a fourth generation owned and operated business, a family business. The Shea is a great family and a great business. They're working hard day in and day out to be your trusted precast concrete partner. They're a local company, but they're all over New England. they got four state-of-the-art facilities and all over the place. You know what you can do? Stop in. They're working hard. They're fully open, operational. Wear your mask, of course, but go in and check them out. If you're thinking of doing any of the things I've been telling you about, getting those, uh, those new front steps, always a good idea. But if you're a contractor, you know, a builder, one of those guys, let me tell you some of the products shake and deliver to your job site ready for installation. Underground stormwater systems, stairs and bulkheads, deck footings, electrical and communication products. The list goes on and on. These guys at Shea can do it all for you. And if you're an engineer, they can help you engineer. They can do some engineering for you. Go in and talk to them. They got a bunch of smart engineers sitting down at the computers right now, designing things. They can help you design your next pro- uh project. Give them a call for more information or for an estimate or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. And as you know, there's something else you can do at SheaConcrete.com. You can look for a job at a great company. I told you what these guys did. They had an employee who was there for 50 years. I think he was like 70, started when he was like a teenager. And to celebrate the 50 years, they got him a watch, not just any watch. They got him the Tom Brady model tag hoyer, which is a, uh, very nice, expensive watch. The guy's a big Tom Brady fan. Was, you know, just blown away. That's how they treat their people. You know, when I got after uh, after twenty something years, twenty two years uh, at uh, Intercom, I got a box. Seriously, I got a box. I didn't even get my mail. That's the difference between a great company like Shea Concrete and others. Uh, so, if you want to look uh, for jobs, go to SheaConcrete.com See or stop in. Or just send your resume to jobs at shakeconcrete dot com. They're looking for CDL drivers and they're looking for help at all their plants. Check it out, shakeconcrete dot com. Um, no. You're your old boss, I mean, you
1: kind of went high on him there, Jerry. You know they have the number one rated show in the morning now.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know we can get into that again. I know I was uh, not arrogant enough the other day, but I think I was arrogant this morning right. when we started up. Can we, up. we finalize what a
2: question? Can we just because people people DM me all the time, they they tweet about it, they ask you. Kirk says it all the time. If W E I offered you a lot of money, would you go back? Answer the question.
0: Kirk says yes. Well, Kirk they, they, says they was, um, I will answer the question with a question: How yeah. much money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you have said that. You have said that. How much money? You know, we're all we all have our price, including Kirk. By the way, he, he would, would go back if they offered him a million dollars a year, two you know, five million dollars a year. Oh, thinking, you go back. I don't, I don't, you know, in you. defense of Kirk, he would go back and last about a week. He would. He he. You know, let's be honest. Kirk's got a great gig going. I tell him this all the time. Barstool's a good company He's a good fit they don't he gets to do everything he gets to fight with people you get the disrespect he the there. and he knows it he won't last there and he knows it and it's too bad because i think he's got a good thing going we on the other hand are trying to uh, appear to uh, appeal to a more national audience that's why we don't spend as much time talking about uh, boston radio stations or boston media um the the Claim the contention that they were number one is a flat-out lie. Uh, I mean, I know Kirk has called them out. They, I did, you know, I did the same thing Kirk did. I texted our old producer, and I said, "Can you uh, provide me with the rankings? Because they claimed they were number one in a demo that doesn't even exist. It was totally made up." I've seen other people do that. You know, they just lie. We used to fight about ratings all the time, and we'd have to prove it we'd have to send out the rankings or show the rankings or post them or there are no rankings they did not finish number one in fact they finished so far back and again kirk's gone over this in great detail it was embarrassing there's a demo 18 to 34 it's an important one it's not the one we used to get our bonuses on but it's you know the next generation you have to appeal to young people at some level or you're gonna grow old and die with your audience And they were, I think, I forget the number Kirk has it. It was Was like 18. 18. Yeah. 18. I can't name, and I've been in Boston Radio. I was in Boston Radio for 25 years. I can't name 17 other stations. They were losing to Worcester Station, WXL, Brockton, and Framingham. There it was. And I talked to other people at the station. They are devastated. Their ratings are in the toilet in everyday part including in the morning and it hurts. I mean it hurts. Revenue revenues are way way down. People yeah. are turning to podcasts like this one, like Kirk, mm-hmm. like others for obvious reasons. They know the radio guys are playing scared. They know it's it's the mob is controlling them. You know the girl, the woman who you did quit the, the New York Times Barry oh, Weiss. Yeah. She said uh, Twitter is now the editor of the New York Times. Well, Twitter's is, Twitter's is also the program director of WEEI. They 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 don't even want those guys to talk about sports-related stuff. If it's racial, if it's controversial, if it's you know Dwayne Wade, um, you know if it's the Redskins, they don't want that. They want them to talk about the Red Sox pitching staff, which means they want them to do really bad radio.
1: I mean, Chris Curtis literally pulled uh, a Kevin Wheeler. He just went on there and said something that was blatantly untrue, and nobody believes it. Nobody nobody believes. I
0: have ever witnessed is a former talk show host prank calling and calling dozens of times his old radio station. (laughs) <laughs> to the point where I had to block his effing number because I was getting texts <laughs> over the weekend. You, Jeez, are, funny. I mean, you are funny. You are an embarrassment. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. You, <laughs> use you know funny. how you're nobody <laughs> live with it. I think he's <laughs> to talking me, about
2: you, Jerry, I don't even think he's talking about Kirk. I think he's talking about you.
0: No, I don't think I just tweeted, texted him once. And I said, did you claim you were number one in this demo, which I've never even heard of? You know, there's lots of demos. 18 plus I've never seen. Maybe it's new. I've been away for a year. And any time you claim to be number one, the thing to do is tweet out the rankings because then you can see who's two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. That's how it's done. You know that doesn't exist. They're not number one. He made it up. Ooh, ooh! Actually, some news on that. Is this Curtis? Is this show
1: getting slapped around in the ratings? Uh, I would uh, say it's say
0: it's a it's
1: about a
2: year old. The, the year is the show is a year old. Is is this show number like? Let's take adult men. Is that a fair category? I think it's a great category. Uh, in Boston, adult men—that would be any man mm-hmm. who is eighteen
3: or older. Okay. Right? Uh, are we number five? Uh, no, mm-hmm. no, okay. no, that would be uh, yeah. it. Begin. It's, it's something that I'm we, not really used to. It's number one.
0: Are we number? Oh, we're not number four. Number three. Number two. No,
3: we're, no, we're number one.
0: <clears throat> oh, and I uh, people do that all the time, but this one was so outlandish. It wasn't like usually when people claim to be number one, they're number two. You know, they're close to number one or they can fudge the numbers some way, somehow, this is, you know, being whatever, being 18th and claiming to be number one. It's kind of ridiculous. Ooh. I respect Curtis for this. What? I respect him for this. He's he's at least showing some fight. That's why we liked him when he was our guy. He fought for us. Now you prefer he just roll over and, uh, you know, say, I don't want to fight back. You know, I'm to win. I mean, that's what, what I, would do if I, I mean. I have some pride in yourself. To be, pull a in go rogue, you know. Do your See, own. But here's, here's here's who I don't respect Thank is the people giggling in the background. Why don't they back up their guy? If Curtis is going to fight back, why don't you support him? Why leave him alone on an island like that? They were laughing. They were laughing with him, not at him. they were, no, like, they were kind of, of laughing. At you. They were giggling, hoping that the that the crocodile will eat them last That's well, they're what
1: they're like at Kirk. They're like, this is oh, this is so what an immature moron. He prank calls us. First of all, he's making more money than all you guys combined. So who's laughing now? So they, and all of you guys took his job because you're willing to work for significantly less money because you're going to produce significantly lower ratings. Everybody is laughing at you. You're pathetic. And Chris Curtis is just sitting in lying to – I mean, has anybody taken a bigger fall than him? I used to like Chris Curtis. He, 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 Like you said, he was a fighter. He defended you guys. He was in constant contact with me about the Murchison thing. He's not going to mention that, though. But I've never seen a more pathetic, pandering sellout than what he's turned into. Maybe he thinks he's, you know, hot shit now that he's, you know, pulling interns left and right. But, uh, you know, something's changed with that guy. He's fat again. (laughs)
0: <laughs> see I, we liked him Kirk and I loved him because he would fight for you and with no questions asked everybody else at the station hated him every other one else in the city hated him because he was our guy and he fought like a dog for us so I liked him and I you know in in, in some ways I miss him but you, got, you, guys
2: fought, you guys fought as a show and in turn right. it carried the entire radio station
0: These so guys- why don't they fight as a show here Dave why don't they say Because they can't carry a whole radio station.
2: They're sissies. They're never going to save WEI, which is why I actually don't believe you. They could offer you any amount of money. You know that you can't go back on there and just talk sports. The station is dead.
0: It's gone. I I mean, I got fired a year ago, and I feel like I would have been fired a dozen times since then because I know there is a directive there to tell the people on air to not talk about all the things we're talking about. You know, your blog today, your story about this race hoax is a great story. They can't touch that. You know, yeah. they won't touch Nick Cannon, which is the biggest story in the country. They won't. And even the sports-related ones, again, the, uh, you know, uh, uh, Dwayne Wade, the Redskins, you know, you name it. You know, uh, the uh, we, when you look back and you see every day we're talking about uh, different sports subjects as they relate to, uh, uh, the you know, NBA in China. Couldn't be able to touch that. You know, so, wouldn't be able to touch that. The uh, Oh, here's a good one. How about the fact that the black guys who were uh, raped and molested by a Red Sox clubhouse attendant for God. years are are demanding, you know, a response from the team? You think you'd be able to touch that? God, no, Jerry. And Wojnowski, Adrian Wojnowski telling a senator to, you know, F you. No. Think, I mean, all these great topics are off limits now. That's the, the result of this. Pressure from Murchison and others. That's the result of this current climate we live in where Twitter uh, controls the media. they
1: They are talking about, you know, people in the NBA bubble bringing chicks in a little bit edgy, a little sex in there. Giggling,
0: and, you know, talking about the food they get, from the box yeah. lunches, but whatever. You never,
1: know, you never know what that Danielle Mueller will say next. She's so unpredictable, Jerry. That right. A, uh, every day. There's uh, just no
2: but, fight. Like, there's just no fight in trying to turn it around either. Like, if you're just going to show up and talk sports all day, you're just – you're you're kicking the can down the road. You are I'm eventually going to it's like, you're just going to go away like it, it, i don't know i just that would suck to me they're thinking.
0: hoping i know what they're hoping they're hoping cam newton saves them because he's they get the starting quarterback on once a week and they're hoping he comes on and says uh, cuz uh, let's be honest brady saved them last fall they were you know going to go they, they would have fallen a lot sooner than uh, than they did but brady is always there uh, on mondays big draw now they're hoping cam newton does the same thing Uh, No, there's no. I mean, I've talked to a couple of the questions they're going to ask him, Jerry. Cam, that was a great dance you did
1: the other day. Where The
0: The, the first question will be about the hat. He wore it at a press conference. Where do you get a hat like that? Pathetic. Pathetic. Listen to this shit.
1: I mean, I, I listen to them. I've listened to some clips. Sometimes I'm like. Who, like, do you, how pathetic do you have to be to enjoy this? That this is what you find entertaining. You must be such a dull individual to find Greg Hill and Danielle and Fitzy, the edgy guy who he likes sports, Jerry. He's a big Tom Brady fan. You never know what Fitzy's gonna say next. To find these people entertaining, you must be the most uninteresting person on earth.
0: No, I think they're relying on just people out of habit. The, the station's on. They hit the button. They, sports fans, so they put it on. They don't. I don't think they care about entertainment anymore. It's just, I think that. And the dirty little secret is there's no revenue anymore either. You know, ratings are down and revenue is gone because, I mean, hell, they're so desperate they're calling my brother-in-law trying to get him back in the fold, which is a long shot. Let me yeah. tell you, the uh, that ain't happening. And I know lots of people, as you know. Uh, have bailed on them, you know. Milton's and these others that used to be staples at the station are gone. You know, they got you know Joe Castiglione talking about star market. I don't think they got much else right now. But we'll see. Maybe they'll rise from the dead. I think. Uh, I, I, again, in a weird way, and I know Kirk feels the same way. We respect Curtis because we know he's crazy and he's a fighter. But he, he's this is not. He can't win this. He can't win this, especially alone. He can't go against. You know the mini fans. You can't take on Kirk and the what do you rest
1: think of, the- of the mini fans, Jerry. What are your what? thoughts? What do you? What are your thoughts on the mini fans? They've come up. Uh, out-
0: some of them are pathetic. How's that? Some of them. Some of them are my friends. You know, I'm a mini fan, but some of them are just pathetic cult members that will do anything, you know, to please Kirk. It's kind of sad, but you know what? That's that's the problem for Curtis. They will be calling and harassing and you know trying to uh disrupt his life until Kirk tells him not to. <laughs> yeah. Uh why I don't like any cults. Are you a cult guy? Do you have a no, big thing? No.
1: Of- okay. The thing about the minif what the Kirk has almost incentivized kissing his ass. Uh because Correct. it's almost like a ranking system. You can get on his YouTube channel and do a show. They have rankings of the top rated shows on the like they have literal spin-off of Fan shows in which they just talk about Kirk. It's a literal, it's not even a cult. It's like a pyramid scheme cult in <laughs> which.
2: Oh, uh, you're so dramatic. It's just are yeah, having a good time fucking around and
0: fans of a show. Colonades one of them. Colonnade's one of them. Yeah, I'll, 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 they're they're actually,
1: they take they actually take this shit seriously. They, they take
2: seriously. It. They they enjoy it. They're having fun with it. There's nothing wrong with it. And that's all. So who cares?
0: It's not oh, a it's you know, that's why Kirk misses me is because I was the only one that ever challenged him. Then they came. Occasionally he gets bored with, you know, being worshipped and he wants to have a, 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 you know, an argument, a debate sometimes. And, you know, it's he's like, you remember Marlon Brando at the end of Apocalypse Now when they just they hang on his little feet and the whole the, the whole community there, whatever it is, that village, they just worship him like a god. He's like Colonel Kurtz. Hey, Colonel Kurtz, Kurtz Minahan. And they're like, you know, the people that. Uh, Surround and protect him. So it's yeah, occasionally he likes to have, you know, Martin Sheen come along and have an actual conversation with another human and not just be uh, people worshiping the ground he walks on. So that's why, you know, we're friends at the moment. But... It's anyway, I mean, it's a very loyal following. I'll give you that. They're very
1: good to attack. They're they're useful. They're they're very useful. I, I love yes.
2: I, I love how you shitting on the cult of the minifans turtle boy. But weren't you a guest on like Yes, shows you are. You
0: are. You you yeah, I mean, admit it. You're one of them. You're a cult. you had
1: me on once? I went on once, and first of all, I was on like a lower rated show. I got brought on the JV show. I didn't know there was like rankings of the <laughs> minifan shows. I never again. <laughs> Only the top rated minifan show will go on. Never. You
2: got canceled and then the show appeared. I remember, it wasn't that what happened?
1: Yeah, they tried canceling me. And then I'm like, and so I, because they're like, Steve Robinson canceled, said no go on the channel. So I contacted Steve. And I'm like, what's up with this? He immediately overruled them. So that's what I do have pull with them. So I can contact. I'll say, say this.
0: Go. I talk to Kirk all the time now and he likes and respects you because you are truly fearless. And you, to be honest with you, We loved Curtis because he was so crazy and so loyal. He can't push a button. He's the only producer in the world who he can't even, you know, do what Cullinane's doing right now. He can't even like push the right button for to play a sound uh, clip. He can't do it. But we had him there because he would he'd go after anybody. He would try to book anybody, and he would work all day and night. And it is kind of sad that it's just him against yeah, the entire world.
2: It's easy, to, it's easy to be that way when you're a part of a team and everyone has the same goal and you're all talking exactly. all day about X, Y, and Z. When those people leave and now you're working with bores on a regular basis and you just sit back and collect the paycheck and, and remember the days where it was fun to take down Kevin Cullen and to make fun of Ron Borges or whatever. Like, how do you live like that? Like, I, I just I can't. The well,
0: I, people know. People where. know there's no jobs. Right. They know there's the, the mark right now, especially during a pandemic. So they're more scared than ever. You know, that's the way you can hear it in the voices of some of hosts and not just on sports radio, but you'd see it on TV occasionally. Where was the guy? Oh, uh, uh, Skip Bayless the other day when Shannon Sharp went on that crazy rant uh, defending, um, saying that whenever white people get in trouble, Tony Bun- Dungy has their back. But when black people say dumb things like uh, Deshaun Jackson, you know, no one has their back and Skip Bayless is sitting there in fear mm. of saying the wrong thing in fear of offending Shannon bleep and Sharp. That's that's an example of of this uh, this trend that's going around radio and TV where guys are just afraid of being the next uh, Sacramento play by play guy, whatever his name is, who got fired for saying all lives matter. And they're thinking, if I can get if you can get fired for saying all lives matter, I could probably get fired for saying Deshaun Jackson is, you know, a vile racist or saying Shannon Sharpe's a moron. That's what people are thinking. I Can't say this. Hell, uh, Cullinan had the clip the other day of Felger saying he's afraid to criticize Cam Newton because there he criticized him, I guess, uh, a month ago or a couple he's weeks still ago. Still and, still and, still he's, he's, yeah, yep. He criticized him a couple weeks ago and people called him racist. So now he says he admits he's afraid to criticize Cam Newton. Oh, he said that? He, he, said it. Mm-hmm. Yep. he said it, and um, um, uh, yeah, we had the clip the other day. I don't think we played it, but he literally said. I'm afraid to do this because he was called a racist. That is the mob succeeding and not necessarily getting you fired, but certainly intimidating you to the point where you don't step out of line. Right. No if, independent if no independent thought you, allowed. Their
1: goal is to get you to self-censor. That's the entire goal is self. They know they cannot physically shut you up. There, so their goal is to get you to shut yourself up. And that's how they do it is they create an atmosphere. I'm shocked. That Felger did that, because that's I mean, I've I've told you before, I I, I kinda like Felger. I, I respect the fact that he's an asshole and he's a troll somewhat and he's not afraid to say controversial things. Uh somewhat as 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 far as ninety-eight five can go. But I am kinda surprised. I'm disappointed. I mean, if he's not even gonna fight, then what the hell But
0: he you know, I give him credit for admitting it. He says he's afraid to criticize him for, you know, whatever, because 'cause they'll say you're racist. I mean, you just have to deal with it and just say they're going to do it. But, you know, maybe, oh, maybe Murchison will go after him next. Who knows? He's, uh, he's probably bored. He's probably looking to
1: find. His wife, his wife ended that, Jerry.
0: The sec- after the vigil, it all ended. The vigil uh, killed We'll him. see. Um, before, before we go here, I know you are uh, crazy passionate about this. And so am I, by the way, the idea that there are teachers out there who are not going to go back to work. And we know why it's not. They're not afraid of the virus. Nobody's afraid of the virus. Who's, you know, the third graders aren't afraid of the virus. Their parents aren't teachers who are 30 years old aren't, but they want to keep this going for as long as possible to hurt Trump. The teachers union in Los Angeles said they will not return to work until two demands are met. They eliminate charter schools and they defund the police. So are we going to still pretend teachers only care about kids? Because this is insane. They're very political. They're like Black Lives Matter. They're very radical. And their goal is to get rid of the evil orange man. And the best way they can do it is to stay out of work and continue the lockdown because people are tired of this, of their kids at home. They're tired of it. They don't want. And it, it helps Biden hurts Trump as long as they stay out. This is insane. This is insane. Every single kid should have been back in school in March. They shouldn't have missed a day. The idea that it's going to go on six, eight months is beyond insane. It's criminal. Well, like they, they,
1: I said, like, are you essential or are you not? Are you not an essential worker? Because if you're not an essential worker, why are we paying you? Like, why are we demanding you go to college and get a master's degree, and why do we compensate you as an essential worker if you're not, in fact, essential? If you don't have, if you're less valuable than the mailman, then then what are you doing here? Why why do we need you? I mean, that's my big thing: is have some pride. And to be fair, Jerry, it is the union that is saying this, but often in the union, the higher ups they've been taught. It's like they've been taught in years. Like they're just a bunch of political hacks. They're not in the classroom. Most teachers I speak with, they want to get back. They're not afraid of this. I mean, on I mean, Tucker last night, they, they they had five MSNBC had five pediatricians on. Right. I guess they didn't ask beforehand because they asked them all, will <laughs> you send your kids back? And they all said, yes, the pediatricians. So I guess we're not listening to doctors and scientists anymore. It was
0: beautiful. It was MSNBC, and they were hoping, you know, they're obviously part of the campaign, part of the Biden campaign. They're hoping to keep teachers out, to keep kids out. Uh, it doesn't matter that they're going to affect these kids long term. It doesn't matter that kids are go- having emotional trauma. Kids are collateral damage to Democrats at this point. And they went around the room with, was it four or five pediatricians? And they're all liberal, obviously, because it's MSNBC. And they said, well, you send your kids back. They don't say yes. They say without a, doubt, without a doubt, without hesitation. Absolutely. And then they go back to the host and he's stunned. And he goes, Wow. They all said, yes, <laughs> I mean, because pediatricians know there's zero risk. I mean, there's more risk keeping them home, locked up more risk, letting them go out and play in the playground. Or there's more risk, you know, driving to school than there is being in school. There was an incredible number the other day. And it's just one of many. There's been studies everywhere in Sweden and Italy, and there's no risk to kids. There's no risk to kids. There's zero risk two kids. There are 9 million people under the age of 18 in California. Do you know how many died of coronavirus so far? One. Man, you're such a pessimist. Zero. You're in California. We're talking, and I mean, there's kids who are really fat and probably kids who are asthmatic. Zero deaths under 18. Mm -hmm. Zero.
1: Yeah. I I shared a thing yesterday on Facebook, Jerry, and I got kind of Some people came after me about it. There's this ice cream commercial I saw with this big, a big girl, of course, in her underpants is eating ice cream. And it says like, should I exercise? Should I do this? It's like, no, I'm going to eat ice cream instead. And I shared it and I said, this commercial right here is the problem. Japan has one-tenth of our obesity rate. It's not a coincidence that they have a fraction of our casualties because we are the only country in the world that glamorizes obesity, glamorizes. It makes – we tell them they're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. It's like and, – and therein lies the problem with the, the entire lockdown is not once did we ever, ever give anybody any – tips on how to become healthy and make yourself less vulnerable to the virus. Instead, we said, sit in your home, sit on your ass and eat freaking ice cream.
0: I I asked that question months ago and maybe it was with you and Dave was certainly here. I said, when are we going to start seeing those commercials that say, if you want to live, you know, call Jenny Craig or call Weight Watchers or join the gym? I mean, it's so insane that until a week ago, a week or two, two weeks ago, Personal trainers were not allowed to work. I mean, obviously, again, mailman and cops and Walmart workers and Target and gas station attendants and delivery guys—they all could work. Personal trainers, which is one-on-one, and they could stay six feet apart. The trainer just says, "Let's do some push-ups," you know, "Let's uh, you know jump rope," or "Let's you know get on the treadmill." They were forced out of work in Massachusetts and other places, by the way. But our tyrannical governor, the out-of-control petty tyrant charlie baker would not let personal trainers work gyms just opened this week gyms so if you want yeah. to get in shape if you're fat and you're afraid this virus there'll be no vaccine and it might affect you and kill you you can't go to the gym you can't uh, I, hire a personal I've trainer to the
1: gym, jerry the last few days it's great to be back by the way awesome i mean i mean you need it for your mental well-being i gained like i got the COVID 19 and you go back in there and it feels your back. And guess what? It's great because no one's there. People are still afraid of the virus. But it's almost like that's the way it should have been from the beginning is let people choose. If you're afraid of the virus, then don't go to the gym. If you're not, then go. That's what well, it they,
0: they just opened uh, closed gyms again in California. So all yeah. those kids, those fat kids uh, or adults because guess does Uh, They can't go to the gym. They can't go to their personal trainer. That's the answer for tyrants like Gavin Newsom and Charlie Baker. Let's keep everyone home, locked up, locked away with their haggadahs. It's madness. And these teachers should be ashamed of themselves. They know there's no risk. They know there's much, much, much more risk keeping the kids locked away and out of school and not interacting, not playing sports. It's really disappointing that they're canceling any sports. It's nuts. Nuts. I think I disagree that they, that they they
1: don't believe they do believe this Jerry they do so many people are just ignorant of the facts they don't look at the data I talk to people all the time educated people that are like I'm not sending my kids back that's dangerous it's like how many kids have died in the state from COVID and they don't know the answer they don't know that zero kids have died because they turn on the news and all they see is doom and gloom on CBS last night I don't know why I watch the CBS news every night but they had they were interviewing teachers who were doing their goddamn wills. Like they're literally acting like they're yeah. about to go into a civil war that, battlefield.
0: That, by the way, that was story was just one teacher on Facebook said she was doing her will, and mm-hmm. they called her and she like backed off. I think it's what she said. So that
1: it was, was like, Newsweek. That was the Newsweek story that put the that Newsweek off. story. She's like, I did not. The know war, you're really okay. talking about like
0: then they shouldn't. If they're that stupid, if they're that ignorant, if they don't want to follow the news, then they shouldn't be teachers. I mean, honest to God, if you're, I don't know what you're doing with all your time. You've had four months off paid. Why don't you read up? Why don't you understand the risk? Because there is none for a kid. There is none for a healthy 30 year old. There is no risk for you to go there. You're not going to get the virus. And if you get it, you might not even know it. We don't know,
1: Jerry, that we don't know what the virus could do. It could possibly mutate. We should not be treating our kids as guinea pigs. Plus, the teachers get it, Jerry. What if the teachers get it and then they spread it and then they go and see the grandma and then grandma's dead and then COVID rates go up and then what?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're, you know, we have a spike in cases. And I keep saying, so what? If they're not dying, that's a good thing. That's young people, you know, Black Lives Matter protesters, they got the virus. They probably had it for two weeks. And not, it's according, to,
1: not according to Rima, only 1.3% Jerry on people. And according to the muscle rose <laughs> study, he actually
0: got well, it. Uh, he's a good example of someone who, you know, either doesn't know or doesn't want to know. Anytime you see someone say that Trump wants to kill our kids by, By sending them back to school. I think you have to be pretty uh, aware at that point that this just political. It's not reality. It's not fact based. All the pediatricians, all the doctors, all the epidemiologists say send the kids back to school now. The fact that they've been out this long without interacting, without playing baseball, you know, without playing whatever soccer is insane. We have mistreated our children. Turtle boy is right. We don't care about kids. We don't, we only care about about defeating Trump in this country. That's it. And uh I'm tired of it. Tired of it. Tired of it. I'm gonna go you know, I'm gonna do go eat my Goya beans. I eat Goya beans mm-hmm. three meals a day now. Yeah. Try I not to get as upset as Chris Cuomo was last night. He yeah. was angry. The whole lineup Anderson, Chris Cuomo, Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, they were all very, very upset that the president had some uh, cans of beans on his desk. Yes. Can we end with the Chris Cuomo rant? it's just I never yeah, laughed. Let's hear, but, well, let's hear from Chris Cuomo who's uh, also known as Fredo, the dumb brother. And I don't think the big brother is very smart either. I know he's not. I, I know he's not very moral. He's exactly. a people. Yeah. But, uh, but this is Fredo after Trump displayed a can of Goya beans in the Oval Office. You tell me how a president in the middle of a pandemic has got time for this
2: bullshit. Are you kidding me? Hawking products. Goya. I don't care who it is. Resolute desk. <laughs> This is what he's resolute about. Pandemic priorities. His daughter, Ivanka, top White House advisor. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Marketing for a brand following calls for boycotts after Goya's CEO heaped praise on Trump last week. On your dime in the middle of a pandemic. They're selling beans. <laughs> Seriously,
1: he's Seriously. so he's so mad. Oh, this way- is reasonable, my brothers and sisters. The guy's sitting on the Resolute desk with a bunch of Goya products. <laughs> he was. That picture's great. He's just sitting there. Those Goya thumbs
0: up, uh, and 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 oh, Vanka held up a can too. But so this guy's brother, so mad, who is you know, who has murdered thousands of senior citizens was on Jimmy Fallon giggling about his love life. Again, can you imagine being whoever Janice Dean or any of these people who've lost loved ones, parents, grandparents, and you have to look at this governor, this, this evil bastard, Andrew Cuomo, on late night TV giggling about his dating life, his love life. That is sickening. That is absolutely nauseating. And you point out, you know, we just pointed out how ignorant a lot of Democrats are his approval ratings like seventy percent. Sixty three hundred coronavirus patients, positive patients, were sent back into nursing homes. The end result at the point is at this point is thirty-two thousand New Yorkers dead and counting. And he's giggling with Jimmy Fallon, and by the way, giggling with his idiot brother on a regular basis.
1: Uh, and it's by the way, he's a fiscal conservative now, too. I love how they're fiscally conservative. This is your taxpayer dollars. He's sitting there. I mean, how much did it cost for Trump to sit there with a bunch of Goya beans? That picture, by the way, is freaking hilarious. It doesn't do it justice. Just seeing him so angry on CNN last night next to that picture, I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. The guy, they've lost their minds, Jerry. We've been over this before, but they've completely, they're, they're not. They need help. All
0: of them. You, you think this is bad? What if kids go back to school, people go back to work, and there is no spike in deaths? Which they I don't think... find a way to twist it to fit their narrative. They all, always... yeah, they, they talk about spike in cases like that matters, you yeah. know, like it
1: matters who cares or some kid got run over by a bus on the way to school. And if they didn't, cancel, <laughs> if they canceled
0: school. The kid would live. They'd come up with still find something, Jerry. All right. Well, I always tell you to check out TB daily news, the uh, turtle boy blog, but I really recommend it today because there's a great story about Kevin Wheeler, the latest race hoaxer, Jesse Smollett, Jr. Um, um it's probably not going to go national. It should, but it won't because it is, uh, as you point out, the Globe wouldn't even steal it from you this time because it makes, it's it's so laughable. It makes these idiots protesting outside the subway look even more foolish than than ever, And uh, but it's a good read. You got San from this clown. He doesn't come clean. He doesn't apologize. I mean, maybe he will at some point, but he's sticking to his guns. By the way, I don't even, the part I don't understand, Turtle Boy, is, he says, they say, we don't serve your kind here, which is an obvious lie. And then they serve him. He gets his sub and his cookies and goes out to his car and cries. So if they didn't, if they denied him service, then how did he get the sub? That's
1: a great question. I don't even know that he mentioned the sub in the video. I thought he left there empty-handed. I thought he was just hungry. That's why he made the video, but I
0: guess oh. not. Or maybe I have ta- maybe I got that from the owner or the worker. Yeah, yeah that's the owner. Oh, I did. It. I think I got that from the owner. I think the owner. Else. Yeah,
1: the owner came out and issued a statement in which he said that this guy actually paid for his food, so he wasn't denied service.
0: And he said he went out and cried. Three hundred pound, muscular, badass-looking guy went out to his car and cried. It's just silly. I'm telling you. My advice to the next race host hoaxer: put a little more thought into it. Yeah. You know, put a little more. You know, a little. Be a little more creative. You know, this, this one was, this one fell apart real quick. Thanks to uh, Turtle Boy and other people who, uh, you know, ask some tough questions. That's all we ask. Just ask some questions, be a little skeptical. That's all. But you can check that out at tbdailynews.com. The latest race hoax to fall apart and fall apart quickly. Uh, thanks Turtle Boy. We will talk to you again soon next week. I assume. Yep. Uh, Thanks to Shea Concrete and Allied Paving, and thanks to DCU and who else? Turtle Flagship, Boat. Raycon, and... Raycon. Thanks to Raycon, Raycon for the wireless headphones. Yes. And thank who you. else? Thank you, Raycon and Flagship.
2: But there will be a Friday show tomorrow. We did. Oh, yes. Before. We have yeah. a
0: good one, to be thank we think. Turtle Boy is going to
2: like this guest, I think.
0: I Ooh. think we're going to like this unless guest. Unless we get a, a late, last-minute cancellation, we will have a Friday... Uh, interview show, which I think you'll like. I will. It was one of those guys we had on the list way back when that said, you know, we got to get him at some point. And uh, we think we got him today. And we think we'll uh, have it have it up late tonight or maybe tomorrow. But, it's uh, blind Mike, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: I knew it. I know you you're got right. it's, yeah. it's, uh,
0: blind Mike. We're going to yeah. talk to blind Mike about his pursuit of uh, Chris Curtis, his white whale, Chris Curtis, or soon to be white whale the way things are going but uh, no it is not by mike you're gonna have to wait and see who it is i will uh i will tweet it out later and uh, have it up there tomorrow if it all works out but uh, anyway good job culinary i'm jerry callahan this is the, Cullin- uh, the callahan podcast and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again tomorrow
2: Why am I stopping? No one else stops.
0: I don't... Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.
3: Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer.
0: Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class.
1: See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Angie's list is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done. All from your phone.